you have come to the place where you can learn to harness the power of intention, to create subconscious beliefs that serve you, and to gain insights that allow you to create a life personally and professionally that you desire. This is the place where you leverage your subconscious mind and design your destiny. Join me now, your host, Penny Chason. Hey, hey, joyful souls. I am happy to be here with you today because we are going to be talking about those people who come to me and say, I don't experience emotions. I can't feel my feelings. Well, today is all about the fact that we do indeed experience emotions every moment of every day. And not having awareness of these emotions is a completely different story. And it's an important one because your emotions drive your behavior. They simply do not care if you are aware of them or not. So what do I mean when I say that we experience emotions every moment of every day? Because you're probably thinking, my God, if I was experiencing emotions every moment of every day, I would be a hot freaking mess. And that's because we generally tend to think of our emotions as being excited, overjoyed, just bursting with happiness, with love, or being really, really sad, depressed, down, irritated, angry, or even rageful. That's where we tend to think of emotions. But every single time we have a thought or we have an experience, our brain is putting meaning on that thought or that experience. And that thought and or that experience, the meaning of it generates an emotion. Then the emotion is going to generate a physical sensation in our body, which is what we associate with our feelings. Now, the emotion that we experience by the time our brain triggers a feeling, it can then trigger another thought. The initial thought or awareness, or let me rephrase that, the initial thought or perception of what's going on around us may not be in our conscious awareness. And then it triggers this emotion or feeling, which then triggers another thought. Because you see, each and every time we have an experience, our brains are working in a constant feedback loop so that everything that happens, we are constantly interpreting, assessing. And most of the time, it's low level. It's under the surface. We're not aware that it's going on. People who are aware that this is happening are usually people who have anxiety or they're hypervigilant. They tend to be overthinkers and stay in that conscious analytical part of the brain a lot. But periodically, you know, I have people come to me and they say, I, I can't connect with my emotions. I don't feel emotions. I don't know if the work that you do is going to work for me. And what has happened is that we have most likely, and this is the most common reason, 
We've encountered situations either early in life or we have gone through life and repetitively encountered situations where we've been told that it's not appropriate to express our emotions. It's not appropriate to feel our feelings. You know, you'll have the boss who says, if you ever worked at J-O-B, you have a boss that says, you know what, you need to leave your ish at home. You don't bring it in here. And while maybe we don't need to bring the context of our problems into work, you know, our feelings, our emotions are driving us to take action to satisfy our needs. All of our emotions, when they are based on accurate perception, they are good and they are driving us to meet our needs. Most of the time, we don't recognize we're experiencing emotion because the emotion that we're experiencing is just one of being safe and secure. Like I'm sitting right here. I'm not actually feeling the emotion. However, I feel safe. I don't, I'm not afraid anything's going to happen to me here. So we tend to think that an absence of a bad feeling or the absence of an overjoyed feeling means we're experiencing no feelings, but we're experiencing that safety and security. Now, in the sense of being conditioned that it's inappropriate for us to experience or express our emotions is a whole other thing. Because when we get into a situation, we're feeling our emotions and we've been told, oh, don't bring that here. That's not appropriate here. Or you're in a situation with a family member and you're experiencing this intense emotion, but given the circumstances occurring in that time, you feel it's inappropriate in that moment to address your feelings, we begin to push those feelings down. And we push those feelings down by distracting from them. We go out, we take a walk. If it's someone who smokes, they may go have a cigarette. If it's someone who drinks, they may go have a glass of wine. Or, you know, some other activity that allows you to distract away from it, healthy or unhealthy. However, if you don't go back and address that emotion, it's underneath the surface. Well, we can go into a pattern of pushing down our emotions. And we do it often enough that then we become completely unaware that we're doing it. So, for example, someone who is in business, if they're anxious or concerned about something going on in the business, and rather than dealing with that emotion and what's causing it, they may distract themselves away by burying themselves deeper into their work and not addressing what is actually causing the feeling. So then they don't realize they're feeling that, that all they know is they feel overwhelmed and that they need to go, 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 go. And that's distracting away from the feelings, from the emotions. And that is the most common reason people don't recognize their emotions is because we've been told it's inappropriate to feel them, that we need to push them down, that we can't bring our feelings into whatever situation. And then we just, you know, we move past it. We quote unquote, let it go. 
we let it go. When we're not truly letting it go, because letting it go means that we're appropriately addressing it. What we're doing is we're pushing it out of the way. We're pushing it out of the way. We're pushing it down. We're moving forward. We're ignoring it. And finally, your brain goes, well, heck, she's not doing what I need her to do here. She's not meeting this need. So, and I don't like the way this feels. So what can I do to get away from this feeling? And that's where the distracting behaviors come from. And distracting behaviors come in all shapes, sizes, (laughs) colors, just It can look different for everyone, but it pretty much comes down to the same thing. Have you spent thousands of hours and dollars working with coaches, doing the mindset work, taking advantage of every course, tool, tip, trick, or technique that you can get your hands on so that you can lead your most joyful, most fulfilling life yet you still find yourself hesitating or holding back, then I would like for you to consider a call with our team. Head over to pennychason.com and let's have a chat today and see if you would be a good fit for the subconscious work that gets these blocks out of your way so you can move forward in life. Now, when you consider emotions, they are on a continuum You have feeling completely safe and secure, which is satisfied, content on one end. And on the other end, you may truly, truly be experiencing a fear that is so intense that you're fighting for your life. Now, in between there are probably a thousand degrees, right, of different degrees of safety, security, fear. I don't like this, but there's really nothing wrong with it. And in the middle, it's like, hmm, I'm okay. I'm having, an o- I'm, I'm having an okay day. You know, good. The same thing goes for sadness and having everything that we need. The same thing goes for feeling anger and feeling at peace. There is a continuum in the middle there. The same thing goes for having all of our needs met in happiness and joy. And on the other end of that happiness and joy is feeling hopeless There are lots of things in between, and most of the time, we do not recognize those emotions in the middle, those degrees of emotion in the middle, as being emotion, what we think of as the things at the extreme. And when we don't experience what's at the extreme, because we've been pushing it down, then everything just kind of becomes eh, meh, blah in our life. And... We may not recognize that. So what to do to reconnect with your emotions? First is that when you are feeling anything other than happy and content, just ask yourself, what am I experiencing right now? It could be boredom. It could be that you're alone in a moment. Uh, Maybe you're missing out on some connection, so you're feeling just a mild degree of sadness because you're missing connection. Maybe you're feeling anxious, and anxious could be any number of emotions. It's just we become anxious because our brain is trying to rationalize it, and it's getting into this repetitive thought cycle. So the emotion builds within us, whatever it is. So that's one of those things where, you know, 
get quiet a little bit and ask yourself what you're feeling. And if you're just like, I just feel uncomfortable, or if you're feeling bored, get curious as to what's making you feel bored. Because sometimes this feeling of boredom is actually a thought that is driving us to get up and do something to distract away from the feelings that are inside. So your mind is like, wait a minute, we're not doing anything. If we're not doing anything, I'm going to begin to feel these feelings I don't like. Let's get up and go run around the block. So boredom as an emotion, boredom comes when our mind wants to be stimulated, when we want to learn and to grow. So if you're bored and you're seeking out activity because you need a new challenge, you want to learn, you want to grow, that's boredom. But when boredom is because you want a challenge because you need to do something to be busy, you are distracting away from something else. And I encourage you to take some time to sit in silence, to get quiet, and allow yourself to feel what you are feeling and do your best to put a name on it. It doesn't have to be perfect, but this creates a lot of issues for people because they can't put a name on their emotions and because they can't put a name on their emotions, they don't know how to satisfy them in a way that's healthy. Because when your emotions, and this comes from my mentor, Cal Banyan, when your emotions are appropriately expressed, they are very short-lived, with probably the biggest exception being grief. Grief is a longer-term process. But all of our other emotions, if they're properly expressed and we satisfy them, they're very short-lived. So what I would like for you to do is whatever platform that you are listening to this episode, I would love for you to drop me a comment or hit a reply to the email and let me know how you feel about your feelings and how well you're doing navigating those emotions. And let me know how I can better help you to properly satisfy those emotions so that you can live your life by the compass that you've been given so that you can find joy, happiness, and fulfillment every day. Bye now. Thanks for tuning in today. I would love it if you would head over to iTunes and leave a positive review about how this episode has helped you to improve your life. When you leave a positive review, it helps us to reach even more people, helping them to change their lives. And that positive energy and vibration of sharing comes back to you as we spread the message of how you can use the power of intention creating stronger subconscious beliefs in raising our vibration to create the life that we desire, the one that we're here to truly live so that we can fulfill our purpose in life. Once again, thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.